Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host, Samantha, and welcome back to the show, our unofficial official co-host, Clarissa. Hello. (laughs) All right. How are you? I'm good. We've been busy. Booked and busy. I know that's right. We had an episode for you guys last week, but... The way that our recording schedule worked out, we had to record on my lunch break with work because we had to leave and go straight to the airport afterwards. And the episode just felt really rushed. So I was like, instead of providing you guys with that, we'll make it up for the next episode. It'll just be the quality over quantity. <laughs> Let's just put a pin in this one. Yeah. So this week we have one, two, three, four, five, six stories for you guys. Very exciting. Ooh. Are you ready for the first one? I'm so ready. Am I the asshole for letting my father cause a huge scene at my engagement party and embarrassing my future mother-in-law? My father has many faults. I'm well aware of these and therefore tend to keep our interactions private. I still love him and I have developed a system to keep him from screwing me over. When my fiance asked me to marry him, I said yes. And then I went and privately told my dad about it. We had a nice dinner with my fiance and that was that. My future mother-in-law wanted to have an engagement party. I was fine with it. I just requested that she not invite my father. I explained that we had a strained relationship and that I preferred to keep him at a distance. She agreed. I guess she thought she knew better than me. She wanted to fix our relationship and the first step was inviting him to her home for a party with alcohol. When I met my dad for dinner, I specifically chose a restaurant that didn't have a liquor license and we went right after work. His car has a breathalyzer built into it to make it start. I know what would happen otherwise. When I saw my dad there, my stomach flipped. I asked her what was going on, and she said that a good daughter would want her dad there on this important day. I asked her to please make him leave. She said I was being rude. I went over to my dad and asked him to leave. He promised to behave. He was so happy to be invited. I told my fiance that I might need to leave in a hurry, and he had to come with me when I left. He knows the whole story. He agreed. My father was fine at the beginning. Then wine came around. I glared at him and shook my head no. He took some, then more, then more. He started getting happy. That doesn't last. After dinner, there were drinks. As soon as I heard him raise his voice, I asked my fiance to leave. I faked a stomach problem and we left. The least embarrassing thing he did was pee himself and puke on the lawn. My future mother-in-law is furious. She said that we should have told her that my father has a drinking problem. I said that it wouldn't have been a problem if she hadn't lied to my face about not inviting him. My father is humiliated that he did this. I am just numb. My uncle has no problem controlling my dad. He's a cop and he has come to several events with my dad where he kept him from drinking. My older brother's wedding, for example. But he lives in another city or he would have been at the wedding. I'm just angry that she lied and I'm embarrassed and I'm venting here because I need someone to tell me I'm not the asshole for not wanting to tell people my father is like this. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Like, it's not the mother-in-law's business whatsoever. I really don't think it's anybody's business and the fiance knows and she knows that's it. Exactly. Like, she did what she needed to do. She asked the mother-in-law, like, hey, please don't invite him. You know, we have a strained relationship and that should have just been that. Yeah, it was not her business to cut into that. And, like, I understand if the motivation behind it was genuine, you know, that she really wanted to actually try to salvage this relationship because maybe she was looking at it from 
just the standpoint that, hey, one day you might regret that he wasn't there. But also she didn't know the full story. No, it wasn't her business. It wasn't her place to make that call. She should have talked to her and been like, hey, like, are you sure? Like, I really think you'll regret this later on in life. And actually had a conversation with her, not just did it on her own. Yeah, the fact that, too, once this happened, she got mad at her son and daughter-in-law for not giving her a heads up about his alcoholism. Mm, they tried to tell you. Yep. At that point, that's when you profusely apologize. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. You know, I was just trying to help. I didn't realize that's that's on me. 100%. She did this to herself. She did. I, I don't feel any type of bad for the mother-in-law. Mm-mm. I feel bad for the daughter-in-law, though. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, you had to fake a stomach bug to leave your own party because you were uncomfortable because of a situation that you tried to avoid. Because yeah. somebody didn't want to listen. So the overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. The why of your estrangement from your father and reluctance to have him at your engagement party is none of your future mother-in-law's business. She thought she was being so clever. In short, she messed around and found out. Now your engagement party enters the realm of family legend and not in a good way. You make a decision, you live with it. They're not wrong on that front. They asked you not to invite them. And you did it anyways. At that point, when you knowingly disregard the wishes of you know, the main people of the party, you forfeit any right to be upset. Yep. You made that decision. With with every action, there's a reaction. All magic comes with a price. Have you guys watched Once Upon a... What? Once Upon a Time? Once Upon a Time. It's on Disney Plus. It's so good. Clarissa and I are watching it. This, If you haven't seen it, the All Magic Comes with a Price is Mr. Gold, Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. (laughs) (laughs) that's what he says in like every episode it seems like i mean it's it's accurate for life too yeah Mm -hmm. y'all can't see it but i'm like shrugging (laughs) oh yeah because we're not recording this one on video we're not so y'all don't get the visual reactions (laughs) (laughs) only the auditory ones i know and on this episode the sign finally decided to work again too (laughs) all right next story Am I the asshole for calling my mom when my husband refused to listen to me? I, 26 female, recently moved into my first home. I'm also four months pregnant with our first baby. The pregnancy has been very hard. I have horrible morning sickness. It reached a really bad point where I passed out, hit my head, and my doctor admitted me to the hospital for a week. When I got home, my husband allowed his brother's family to move into two of our three bedrooms. They were evicted. I don't know why. One room was my office. It was tossed into our room, papers everywhere. The house was a complete wreck. Trash, dirty clothes, used diapers. I started to cry. It was like a light flipped in my husband and he was no longer the same. My husband told me it wasn't that bad. My reply was, fine, then you should have the house cleaned up before I wake up. Completely exhausted, I fell asleep for four hours. I woke up and went to go get a drink of water. I couldn't. Every glass we own is scattered around the house. They didn't clean a single thing. I passive-aggressively started to pick up the dirty dishes and wash them. The following morning, I was trying my best to work when the kids were crying nonstop, banging on the walls and so on. Their mom was in her room for hours ignoring them. 
When my husband came home, he was upset with me over how I didn't make his brother's wife feel welcome in our home by helping her with their kids when she was tired, so on, then continued to complain how nothing was done while he was at work all day in the house. Yep, the same one he didn't clean. That led to a fight where I told him I was too sick to have company and they need to leave. To which he replied they are his family and he won't kick them out. I started to cry again. I was beyond frustrated, exhausted. I physically couldn't do it anymore. I called my mom asking if I could come stay with her, telling her the whole story in front of my husband, who at this point was completely shocked, angry. Also, I could tell he wasn't sure what to do. My mom came with my brothers. I have three older brothers. My mom was super angry and told my husband, since your family can stay, so can we. My mom quickly took charge. I was sent to bed. My brother started cleaning, complaining loudly at how disgusting my brother-in-law's family is. Along with what a horrible husband my husband is for putting me through this while I'm sick. <laughs> I got a text message from my mother-in-law calling me an asshole for not helping my husband clean up the house and putting my brother-in-law in an uncomfortable position by having my mom boss him around. And there is an edit with an update, but we'll circle back to that. Not the asshole. That's funny, though. <laughs> not the asshole. And the irony is not lost on me that her mother-in-law was texting her saying, hey, it's so rude and wrong that you got your mom involved. Okay, well, you're his mom getting involved also. So. Yeah. <laughs> Like, tell the brother-in-law and the kids and the wife to go live with the mother-in-law. Honestly. Yeah. She's four months pregnant. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. When when you go stay at someone's house, like, even if you're not, like, moving in, if you just are staying there, you tidy up after yourself. That's the least you can do. I would have broke all the glasses. <laughs> and I would have had one. There would have been one glass, and it would have been mine, and I would have put it in, like, my nightstand or something. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't play with Clarissa. <laughs> Petty ain't pretty. <laughs> Petty is pretty. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't have been cool with that if I was OP. I would have snitched. I would have called my mama too, especially having three older brothers. Yeah. Y'all come handle this foolishness. <laughs> and they did. And it's beautiful. I'm excited for the edit for this one because if it's anything like what I think it's going to go to, like they moved out. <laughs> especially with how common fertility issues are or issues while you're pregnant why would he want to cause her unnecessary stress oh agreed that just it doesn't make sense not good for her not good for the baby no not at all along with that now depending on how long the family's staying there she's not going to be able to make a nursery because they moved into the two out of the three bedrooms that's so, true depending on how long they stay she can't start on the nursery like if the house is dirty like that having stuff like that sitting around cannot be good for her to be breathing in like dirty diapers laying around oh no mm -mm. i would start putting those under pillows <laughs> so overall vote on this one not the asshole top comment where's that there it is wait your mother-in-law called the fuss at you for involving your mother there's this pot kettle thing <laughs> not the asshole one thousand percent but house guests in a shared home require two yeses and only one no both of you agree or it shouldn't happen your husband has treated you abominably. I'm not sure I could deal with that, honestly. Can you go stay with your mom? Honestly, when she called her mother, that's low-key where I thought this was going. And then the mom showed up to her house and I said, you get them, mama, you get them. Opie actually commented back to that. Ooh. 
She said, I agree with the two yeses. I wasn't even asked to say no. All right, so the update. I guess mother-in-law showed up from what this first sentence says. But I'm just going to read it for what it is. Edited to add update. When my mother-in-law showed up, she was super angry outside. I could hear shouting, but couldn't understand what she was saying. Once inside, she was shocked. My house looked really bad. My brother-in-law lied to her about what happened. My mother-in-law quickly started to help my mom in the bossing mode. My house is not just clean, but deep cleaned. My brother-in-law and his kids are now staying with mother-in-law. She didn't know about the eviction. My in-laws helped them financially a couple of months ago. My mother-in-law was not happy about it. Sister-in-law refused to come out of the bedroom. She would scream through the door, but that was about it until her family came to pick her up. Last little bit. I did talk to my husband. He seemed very remorseful. I asked for some space. He's staying at a hotel. He asked to come by and talk to me tonight. My mom and dad are here. Both moms felt like I should have someone here since I'm sick. Both moms have set up a meal plan where they trade off who will bring in dinner. It was my mother-in-law's idea. Thank you all for your advice. I truly appreciate it. So she updated again with how the talk with her husband went. Mm-hmm. Do we want to stop there for a second? How do you feel about that? I absolutely adore how that went. I feel like that's the best case scenario. Yes. And I, I want to know who told mother-in-law what for her to be hitting up the daughter-in-law. Like, hey, like, what happened? What are you doing? Like, talking trash. Because as soon as she got there, it seemed like she said, oh, no. Well, she probably went in uh, mom mode with having another, like, person treating her, what she perceived as treating her sons badly. Yeah. So she was probably like, what is going on? Like, this is so crappy of you to bring your mom into this, whatever. But then when she got there and saw, like, oh, no, my kids suck. (laughs) This is what's going on. This is absolutely unacceptable. Yep. That's when she kicked it into gear. Mm-hmm. And I am glad they're taking care of pregnant mama. Yeah. So the update with the husband. Okay. Talk with husband. Summed up since it lasted four hours. It was a hard talk. He is remorseful. Brother-in-law was only supposed to stay for a couple of nights. Then leave. Originally, he thought they would be gone before I got home. He said he is tired and emotionally upset himself. When I originally passed out, my husband left to help a friend move. He came home and found me. He said he has no idea how long I was on the floor hurt. He was originally scared I had died. Since then, he has had nightmares. On top of dealing with his family drama, he admitted to dumping his frustration onto me. When it's not my fault, he begged me for another chance. The next steps, we are still separated. He plans on staying at my brother's house. We are going to go to marriage counseling and individual counseling. He asked if he could come when the home health nurse comes each night and to my doctor's appointments. I agreed to that. And there's one final update with the brother-in-law. Dun, dun, dun. ASMR. <laughs> All right, update on brother-in-law. His wife admitted to having an affair. She told him she got married too soon and doesn't want the responsibilities of being a mom anymore. I am not sure what will happen with him and his kids, but I am shocked that she feels this way, especially with her kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We need another update. It's not enough. Not enough. Where did that come from? Oh, no. I need the tea on that. Uh, Yeah. Maybe they'll just comment underneath. Yes. Paint us a picture, please. Exactly. Picasso. (laughs) (laughs) Paint me a (laughs) merman. 
All right, next story. Am I the asshole for not telling my brother how much something was worth until he re-gifted it to me? (laughs) I had a boomer great aunt that was a wonderful and loving woman. She grew up in Eastern Europe right after World War II. One of the weird things about her was that she would give her old belongings as gifts for weddings and important birthdays. I still have the music box she gave me for my first communion. When we saw family, I would always ask to see their pieces. A few of my aunts had them displayed in a china cabinet or out somewhere safe. A few had them collecting dust in a box. I made sure they knew that if the day ever came that they wanted to downsize or something, I would appreciate a chance to grab it for my collection. Some of my cousins took me up on the offer and I ended up with six extra pieces for my room. When I moved out, I made sure that every single part of my collection was safely wrapped and packed. They are my little treasures. I know, it's weird. Sorry for being so long-winded. I just love talking about that stuff. I'm about 15 years younger than my eldest brother, and he knows about my collection. When he got married, I was 14. At his gift opening, I saw he got one of her usual gifts. I also saw his wife's face. She was not super grateful. I made sure he knew that I thought it was beautiful, but I didn't ask him to think of me if he wanted to get rid of it. I thought he might like to pass it on to his kids one day. When my aunt passed away, she left me the last of her collection, three pieces that were a set. I got married last September. My niece, his daughter, was my flower girl. At my gift opening, I could almost hear him giggle when I opened my gift from them. It was the piece from our great aunt. He thought it was super funny. Then he gave us our, quote, real gift from our registry. I thanked him profusely for both. He came over the other day and saw my collection in my china cabinet I inherited. He asked me why I was so fascinated with this stuff. I told him that I thought it was amazing and that lots of people collected it. He called BS and started looking it up. The figurine he gave me is worth about $6,700. He said that it was crappy of me for not telling him what it was worth. He wants it back. I said that my husband and I were going to give back every piece I got from family as a gift for a special occasion. I already planned to give that piece to my niece for her first communion, along with a little booklet of information about my aunt and the value of the piece, so they appreciated it. I know exactly who I got each piece from, and they are all going back to that family. He says I'm being mean, accepting a gift from him that is worth so much. I asked him if he ever bothered looking up the value of what he was giving me. He said he thought it was like precious moments. Whatever. I have family treasures to keep safe for the next generation. I know I would have gotten something awesome for my great aunt if she hadn't passed away before my wedding. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. (laughs) My thing is, regardless of the price of it, like the, was he just going to sell it off if he knew how much it was worth? Probably. And she like genuinely cares about this stuff. Like this stuff is priceless to her. So like a price tag on it isn't much to her. Like she planned on giving it back. Like she has a whole little thing to do with him. She needs to be careful, though, because if she gives it to her niece for her first communion, who's to say he doesn't take it and sell it? That's very accurate. He could pawn it. Even when my grandma passed, like, I have little, like, they're like little glass birds from her collection that I always saw as a kid that I absolutely loved. And so, like, something like this, like, I understand why she would want it. Yeah, I think it's sweet. And I really like the fact that she's making, like, a little booklet about the life of the great aunt and you know information of the piece yeah like making it personal because she actually cares it's not just oh my gosh this is going to be worth so much money yeah no 100 percent. 
So overall vote with this one. You want to guess? Not the asshole. <laughs> not the asshole. <laughs> Top comment, not the asshole. He only wanted it when he found out how much money it was worth. You want it for its sentimental value and to pass on to his daughter. Very sweet of you, really. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for telling my parents that they made their own bed so they can lay in it when they ask me for help? I, 29 female, was pretty much disowned by my entire family when I came out at 18. My parents gave me five minutes to grab my things before shutting me outside. I remember telling them that there was no way I could live on my own, that I was their kid and they should want to love and support me. My father told me that I made this bed myself by choosing my lifestyle, so I should grow up and learn to lay in it. I turned out pretty okay, all things considered. I was able to go to college on a few scholarships and not too many loans. I met my wife during our freshman year, and I've been with her ever since. We have a two-year-old daughter who is the most precious little person in the world. We bought a house, and we both have decent-paying jobs. I consider myself to be incredibly lucky, and I can't imagine my life without my wife and our daughter. I don't keep in touch with my bio family, so I don't know how my parents got my contact info, but they did. My mom sent me a message detailing the financial issues they were going through. They had to sell the house I grew up in, and they moved to some apartments. At the end of the message, my mom asked me if I'd be willing to help them out for a little while by letting them stay with me. I didn't respond to the message. I just planned on pretending like I never saw it. But then I got a call the other day, and as soon as I answered it, I realized my dad was on the other line. He told me the same thing my mom did, and that they needed help. I said, that really sucks. I hope you figure it out. <laughs> he then flat out asked if I was seriously not going to provide them with any assistance. I asked why he wanted my help, and he told me that I should want to support my parents the way they supported me growing up. I replied saying that maybe if their support of me hadn't ended the moment I told them I was a lesbian, I'd be willing to help them. But unfortunately, they made their bed themselves so they can lay in it too. <laughs> I hung up on him, and later he left a voicemail calling me selfish and cruel for using their financial struggles to prove a point. Maybe it is cruel. I don't know. Karma is a boyfriend. Karma is a guy. <laughs> That's what my mind went to. Not the asshole, man. They chose that. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get to choose your sexuality. And they waited 11 years to contact OP mm -hmm. when it suited them because they were struggling. 100%. Mm -mm. And also, it's astonishing that they weren't down with that lifestyle when she came out. But now they need a place to stay. And what? Are they just going to be all of a sudden so cool with it when they move in no they're gonna have their little passive aggressive comments or they're just gonna be straight up aggressive who knows in front of the child because we you know the moment they go in there they start making their passive aggressive comments she's gonna ask them to leave and they're gonna say no and then they have squatters rights i'm saying no <laughs> no <laughs> this is the musical episode apparently <laughs> what in the high school musical <laughs> i think we should stick to the status quo <laughs> There's a reason I have a day job. <laughs> they're probably listening. They're like, girlfriends. <laughs> don't quit your nine to five. <laughs> Joke's on you. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, you're just like 730 to 730. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Overall vote on this one. Not the asshole. As it should be. Top comment. Normally, I take the route of temperance and advocate taking the higher ground. But not this time. Big not the asshole. 
If they let bigotry abandon their daughter, then they deserve to no longer have a daughter. They don't get to pick you back up as their child when they need help. They made it clear that you were on your own. So that works both ways. Period. Ooh, I'm excited to hear your response on this one. And I'm excited for everyone's response on this one, but especially yours, because you're right here in front of me. (laughs) It's like immediate satisfaction. (laughs) Am I the asshole for making my daughters wear dresses when they visit their grandparents? My in-laws are what you would call traditional. They seem to think that the world should have stopped 50 years ago and think everything since then is evil. They aren't racist. And then they put in parentheses that I know of. So like, (laughs) let's be serious (laughs) or outwardly bigoted, but they just are very old fashioned. My husband and I have three children, 16 female, 14 female, 10 male. And we go to visit all their grandparents since they live close. Here's the issue. They don't like the idea of women wearing pants. My mother-in-law says it's showing off. And my father-in-law always says it isn't Christian. Now, I'm pretty feminine, so I don't mind throwing on a dress when we stop by, but our daughters are not. They don't like visiting my husband's parents, which breaks his heart because we make them put on a dress before they go. They're both pretty tomboyish and they never wear any dresses otherwise. I had to buy each of them a few dresses specifically so they can go. To be clear, it's not like they aren't allowed over if they wear pants. It's just that they won't shut up the entire time about how much they hate it. Our daughters hate this and think it's unfair. I guess it is, but in a lot of other cultures, women only wear skirts and dresses, so I don't think it's a big deal. Plus, it isn't like it hurts them to wear a dress a few times a week for a few hours. The issue is our oldest is planning to never speak to her grandparents again after she's 18, and I'm worried it's affecting them. She's the asshole. Such an asshole. Like, you're putting your own kid's comfort just to the wayside and saying, "Mm, your body is unimportant. You don't feel comfortable in this. You need to wear it to appease these people. I know people are going to listen to the story. There are going to be people out there that listen to the story and like, oh my gosh, woe is me. You have to wear a dress for a little bit. Get over it. Like that's going to be their takeaway from it. But it's so much deeper than that because Mm -hmm. it's teaching your daughters that their body's not their own. Yep. That if you want to be accepted, you have to dress a certain way. You have to act a certain way. And that's just simply not it. No, I agree with that. This is similar to a conversation we've had before in the past because I am of the belief that modesty culture and rape culture kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. because it's pushing the idea that you have to dress this way and cover up so it's not you, so it's so it's someone else. And I don't like that. No, nope. because even when she was talking about um, the grandparents think um, time should have stopped back in 1950. No. Mm-mm. And then to try to push the narrative of what that was into today's society like no no absolutely awful i don't blame the daughters i wouldn't want to talk to them either if you can't accept me for who i am and i have to fit your cookie cutter image of me it's not my responsibility to live up to who you think i should be yep like what you think about me is not my business it was one thing when they were like little kids and the mom was dressing them herself but they're grown now like let them make their decisions I feel like once once kids hit probably about like school age and they start like really making their decisions on their clothes and what they want to wear and everything, unless it's like actually the kid puts on a T-shirt and says, I'm going to go to school without pants. Like, (laughs) yeah, I think they should be making those decisions on their own. And the circle back to what you said about this not being a practice that's 
you know, upheld within their own house. And it's only when they go to the grandparents, like she had to buy these dresses specifically for them to go see the grandparents. They are 1000% associating discomfort with their grandparents. So I don't blame the fact that the 18 year old doesn't want to go over there. That's so true. Truthfully, if it was me, the second I turned 18, I would not care to go over there anymore and be like, you can come to me or we can talk on the phone. But I personally hate wearing dresses. Like, I'm going to keep it so serious. I hate wearing dresses. But like, even in dress up situations, I'd rather wear a jumpsuit or like a romper or something. I just hate how, like how you have to sit, how you have to walk and how you have to hope there's not like a gust of wind if you're, you know, like I hate that. Like, I just feel so much more comfortable with pants on because Mm -hmm. I know they're not going anywhere. (laughs) I feel that like. I like wearing dresses like I don't wear them very often, but I enjoy wearing them. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of somebody telling me when I have to wear one. No, no. But you're also the type. If someone tells you to do something you don't want to do actively, especially. No, let me let me pause, <laughs> especially if it's something that you already planned on doing and they tell you to do it. You're like, just for that. I don't think I will. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen now. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Rebel without a cause. That's what I get told. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. We're working on that, though. We're working on that. I will say you have gotten better. I feel like you have. I mean, yeah, because now I have to be grown with my decisions. I can't just be a rebellious teenager. (laughs) (laughs) We're very far removed from teenagers. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) How do I have to get it together? All right. So overall vote on this one. Asshole. As it should be. I agree. Top comment. My mother-in-law says it's showing off, and my father-in-law says it isn't Christian. This, right here, is the problem. You're the asshole for letting your in-laws treat your daughters this way. Someone else said, you're the asshole. I was reading this assuming they had to see the grandparents every few months or so and still thought OP was an asshole. Then I got to the part, it isn't like it hurts them to wear a dress a few times a week for a few hours. What the hell, OP? These poor kids have to be subjected to them several times a week? You're worried they aren't going to speak to the grandparents again after they turn 18. You should be more worried that they won't speak to you or your husband either. I mean, exactly. I forgot about the it's not Christian to wear pants. Jesus never said I couldn't have pockets. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I know they have dresses with pockets now, but it's not the point. She said besides the point. If it was the 1950s, I wouldn't have pockets. Last story of the day. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of like this new setup that we have going on. Yeah. You guys can't see it because we're not recording it. But, oh, well, I mean, I guess audibly we're recording (laughs) it, but we're not recording like the video. And we have it like where the chairs are turned and we're like facing each other. So it's more of like a conversation instead of us sitting like beside each other and like turning. I don't know. I feel like when I go back to edit this, it's going to be so chill. (laughs) Like it's just going to be a lot more laid back because we don't have to worry about like mannerisms. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. We talked about that before we started, and I was like, ah, I don't have to, I have to remember to move. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my dad's wife to drop dead in front of her friends and family? <laughs> my 17 female mom died a little over a year ago. I was living with her full time before she passed. She left me a lot of money and her house. Since the house was just going to stay empty until I was done with my college, my aunt on my mom's side and I talked about it and we agreed that she would stay there since she's taking care of my grandma and her place was small. I will move back in once I'm finished with my schooling. My dad assumed mom only left me with her money and left the house to my aunt. I didn't correct him because I don't trust my dad or have a great relationship with him. 
I'm currently living with him, his wife, Jan, and her twin daughters, 17, both lovely people, in a three-bedroom flat. Two months ago, he found out that my mom left me the house. I'm not sure how he found out, but he did. Since then, I haven't heard the end of it. I'm selfish for making us all stay in a tiny flat. I'm spoiled because I won't share my inheritance. I'm a terrible person for making the twins take out loans. You get the gist. This weekend was the twins' birthday at my grandma's house. Most of my dad's family was there. We get along great, usually. His wife's family and some of both of their friends were there along with the twins' friends. After they were done opening my present to them, they asked me if that was really it. I got them matching bracelets with their birthstones, which they both loved, by the way. It got quiet, and I asked them what else they were expecting. They said Jan said that I was planning on surprising them on their birthday by telling them we were moving into my mom's house and helping them with their college. My grandma asked Jan if this was true, and Jan started in on me again. She asked what she could do to make me stop being a bleep, pull my weight, help out, and be fair. I told her she could drop dead. <laughs> yeah. That my mom died for me to get all these things she wanted me to give to her daughters. I said if she wanted everything to be fair, then she should drop dead. And I would share everything I had with her daughter since we would have all lost our mother by then. <laughs> that it would be fair only after that happened. She and my dad started yelling at me and my grandma and uncle started yelling at my dad and Jan and everything was pretty much over after that. The whole ride home, my dad and Jan were getting calls and texts from family and friends telling them that they were disappointed in them. And I was getting texts from Jan's family, the twins friends, and a few of my own cousins saying I was selfish. I don't usually fight with my cousins, so I'm really starting to think maybe I'm being selfish and that I went too far at the twins party. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. And that is hilarious. That's uh, the fact that they feel so entitled to any of that. Yeah. Like that's that's the mind blowing part for me. Plus, why do you want to live in your husband's ex-wife's house or yeah. like, you know, I don't know if they were married. I can't remember if that if it said it or not, but yeah. I, just to expect that of your daughter. Like, when y'all obviously don't have a relationship anyways, and now you're just expecting her to be like, oh, yeah, let me pay for everything, and let me move you into this house, and... Yeah. No relationship. And her mom died. Yeah. And you're like, hey, here's my handout. It's just crazy to me that they expect so much of her when, obviously, there hasn't been a relationship there. They chose where they were living. Nobody said they mm -hmm. had to live in that house. And to be honest, if she had to choose between getting the inheritance and her mother, she would choose her mother. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate the fact that the grandma and the uncles and stuff stood up for OP. Oh, 100%. They were like, hey, yeah, what is wrong with you two? Mm -hmm. That's the crazy thing for me about people when they come into a lot of money or something similar to that. When like whenever they lose a family member and everyone comes out of the woodwork mm -hmm. saying oh i deserve some of that i deserve yep. some of this like they just lost somebody can you chill out for a second mm -hmm. grass hasn't even grown back over that grave like mm -hmm. please give them a minute exactly but people don't care that's the thing right because mm -mm, it didn't affect them when she died mm -mm. so they're like ah, oh, it's not that big of the deal mm -hmm. and then to sit there and say you need to pull your own weight i would be moving into that house but for OP, that honestly might be really hard because that's the house that OP was in with their mom. OP deserves better. For sure. So there is an edit. 
Let's go. But first, let's, you know, do our normal thing. So overall vote, not the asshole. Top comment. A rare time when you can tell someone to drop dead and still be not the asshole. Can you move in with your aunt? (laughs) I love it. That's fair, though. Like, maybe find another family member. So there is an edit. Thank you guys so much for the support. When everyone who usually backs you up says you're an asshole, it's hard to believe you're not. But as some of you guessed, my cousins heard the word inheritance and got greedy. And that's when they sided with them. I was getting texts asking for money from them these past few days. I'm moving in with my grandma on my dad's side. She picked me up this morning and we're moving my stuff instead of going to school today. The twins talked to their friends and they have texted their apologies. Although I'm not going to pay for their whole college experience, I think I'm going to help them buy books and with on-campus living. They have really had my back on this and that's amazing. I'm going no contact with my dad. He chose her over me. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. No, not at all. I'm glad she's moving in with her grandmother. Same. I'm glad she doesn't have to stay in that house. And then hopefully the twins learn from this what their father actually is. Yeah. If that's their... Is that their dad? Or is that Jan's daughters? Did it say? Um, I think it said in her daughters. Let's go back up and look. And her twin daughters. Yeah. Oh, well then. Well. Their stepdad. That just really adds to the storyline of what's important. Yeah. That explains why um, OP says that the dad's going to pick her. Pick the... the, Yeah, um, the stepmom. Yeah. But anyways, guys, that is it for this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. Thank you, Clarissa, once again, unofficial official co-host for being on the show. (laughs) Happy to be here. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform, make sure to leave us a review. But until next time, talk toxic to you later. Bye.